cinephiles. Hello, and welcome back to another week with American Cinephiles. I am Kyle, and with me, as always, is my good friend Nick. Nick, say hello to the people. That's me. I'm Nick. Hello, people. How are you doing, my friend? I'm tired. It's been a long day already. Feels like it should be Friday. Am I right? It's only (laughs) Monday. (laughs) It is only Monday. How how was your weekend? Uh, Uneventful. Very slow. I watched um, Batman Dying is Easy. I watched that too. How did how did you like it? How did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it? Those are the right words I was looking for. They've come a long way. They uh, have. What is that? Bat in the Sun? Yep. That production company is called. And it's mm-hmm. all nonprofit and like how they do what they do with a super limited budget is amazing. <sighs> and some of the cameos they got mm-hmm. in there was, you know, not it felt and tell me if you agree with this. It felt to me almost like a continuation of Gotham. Like Michael Madsen's Bullock reminded me a lot of um, Linus Roach. I think that's his name. Shit. Who played? I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah. Uh, the guy it... who played Bullock in Gotham. Like it, the Joker, the one that Doug Jones played. Or I'm sorry, the Riddler. Yeah, I would. I would agree with that. It It felt it did feel like a continuation and even though it felt like a continuation, but it didn't at the same time, which I'm okay with. I, I love the bat suit and I love um, Aaron Sorkin, Aaron, not Aaron Sorkin, (laughs) Aaron's version of his Joker. Yeah. I thought that Joker was really good. I thought the guy who plays Batman was awesome. The suit was great. His Mm -hmm. voice was great. Um, so yeah, it was fun. It was a good little 25 minute watch. Everyone yeah. should watch it. It it felt to me like a different take on the killing joke. Yeah, I could see that a little. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it was definitely influenced by it. Um, I would also say it's kind of the Batman that people have been asking to see a live action version of. Um, yeah. Cause he does a lot of detecting, you know, mm-hmm. there's sort of a twist near the end, which I'm not going to mention. I'm not going to bring it up too much, but, uh, um, where Batman, you kind of see him doing some detective work, which is really cool. It's him mm-hmm. kind of, it's sort of him and the Joker outwitting each other in this little 25 minute movie. So it felt like a very classic, uh, uh, very classic Batman story. Yeah, and they also managed to bring in the condiment king, which it never do. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, where he was like, even the condiment king had his like had his moment in the news, and I was like, that's weird to hear Batman say in such a dramatic scene. Mm-hmm. But it was funny because the only time you ever really see the condiment king was in the animated series and the Harley Quinn TV show. Oh well, that's something I still have yet to uh, yet to start. Yeah, it's good. It's real good. Excellent. So check that out at some point. Yeah. How was your weekend? What did you do? Uh, let's see. Uh, I got a new TV. Nice. Uh, it's bigger. It's better. It's stronger. It's Batman. Um, got a TV. What are you rocking? I am rocking a 65-inch uh, Vizio P-Series. Nice. So it it has everything that I need for when I eventually, maybe, hopefully, 
get the newer consoles whenever they decide to come back into stock. That's why when I got my PS5, one of the first things I bought was, uh, actually I had it before the PS5, but I bought it after I pre-ordered the PS5, uh, TLC, TCL, TLC, um, 55 inch, uh, QLED. Okay. Wait, Uh, you didn't go, you didn't stick with Samsung? No, it's cheaper and it's my office TV. So, oh, okay. Yeah, we've got the 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 samsung is our 65 inch that's the that's the that's going to be the justice league tv that's where ah, i screen yes. movies ah, yes. and then this is my video game tv so yeah i yeah justice league comes out at um uh, in the at the time of this recording uh comes out in three days three and, days um was was talking on my other podcast sorry to bring that up and how it is but um uh, how like exactly when does Zack Snyder's Justice League drop? Does it drop at two a.m. for us or what? Because Wonder Woman eighty four dropped at a specific time, so I I don't know what's going to happen. I was under the impression it was going to drop very late on Thursday. Okay, I, for whatever reason, I was thinking it was going to be like midnight Friday. I don't know what, where I got that from, but I was positive it was going to come out Friday. So mm-hmm. I thought it was four days away until I was looking a little earlier and I was like, oh shit. So unfortunately that means we might actually have to wait a day. Yeah. Uh, unless like to record. No, cause uh, weren't we talking about watching it on yeah, Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think, um, well, I think when you, you sent me like a link or I sent you like i don't remember one of us sent us a link about like their red carpet premiere. i sent you that you fuck i'm sorry it's been a week a lot of things have happened it's all right <laughs> um yeah so nick so you sent me that link um where we could watch it yeah like together right so with Zack snyder and it looks like kevin smith Ooh. I don't know I mean, if you saw that. There's a they did a promo where it, he's doing like red carpet interviews and stuff. Kevin Smith is um, for this like Zach. Ooh, excuse me for this uh, Zach Snyder streaming party. So I don't know no. exactly how that's going to work, but no, I didn't see that. But uh, I guess I will. I guess we'll look into it more, and maybe we will come yeah. back. So we we'll come back Friday or Saturday with a new episode with our review of the Zack Snyder justice league, which is and how, how are we going to do it? Kyle, should we, uh, are we going to do a review of each segment? Like we'll do, all right, part one. Yeah. I whatever think, it's called part yeah, two. I, th- I think that is very doable. I think we can do that. So it's going to be basically set up in six chapters and a prologue and a, and a prologue. Apparently. Yeah. So uh, before and I guess before we even get a, a, a more into the nittier grittier, uh, a lot of people have seen it already. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, a lot of the media and podcasters yeah. have seen it, which I'm like, where was our invite? That would have yeah. been nice. Where the the grandfathers of YouTube movie talk? Exactly. We're, we're just left in the in the fucking dust. I guess we are assholes. Um, (laughs) yeah, I saw angry Joe has seen it. Um, a lot of, a lot of on, 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 uh, Twitter Mm -hmm. angry Joe is one of the only 
Oh, uh, Andy Signore has seen it. Uh, Popcorn Planet. I do not know what I how I feel about Andy Signore anymore. You don't know how you feel about him, Andy Sig anymore. Yeah. More, more. <laughs> oh, yeah, just just in terms of how he seems like he's the angry reviewer now. I think he is. I think a big part of that is, and he's even addressed it a little. He's like, "Do I make YouTube drama?" And I feel like a part of it's kind of like, "Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, I get it." He's trying to rebuild his brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the super super specifics of everything that's happened, but I've heard Screen Chunky's side, and I've heard his. Um, he had. I think that he did kind of get run over quite badly. Um, And a lot of those allegations he was able to disprove. Mm -hmm. He still was kind of a shitty person. He fully admits it. Um, But I I've, I've listened to some of his uh, new stuff. Um, Some of it's very polarizing. Some of it's very informative. Uh, You know, it's back for, it's kind of like, um, you know, it's almost like you would think of like MSNBC or Fox News, yeah. where it's like you're not really reporting the news. You're getting angry about something to get viewership, mm-hmm. you know, so. Um, but I do. Yeah, he saw it. I know Angry Joe saw it. I know a lot of people on Twitter saw it. Uh, Kyle, what would you say those initial reactions are? Obviously, without I haven't read anything specific, but. Yeah, I'll, I've read initial reactions and a lot of the initial reactions are very positive. Like it is, it is the movie that it should have been. Right. This it shows that with uh, studio involvement, how it can make or break a movie. And I'm, you know, and I wonder too how much studio involvement. Maybe you know this, Kyle. Um, did the studio interfere with Batman v Superman a lot? I don't. I actually do not know that. But I don't I know. I know after Zach left um, because of because um, he had to go be with his family, there was a lot of studio intervention with Justice League and what and what Joss eventually put on screen. Yeah. So this is his definitive uh, cut of the film, and I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. And I have, and you know, and I don't want to sit here and sound like we are just Snyder apologists. Um, I don't want to make it sound like, uh, you know, no matter what, it's going to be good and we're not going to shit on it if it's bad. Uh, Because obviously, well, what's interesting to me is you and I started this podcast years ago Mm -hmm. and we were talking a lot about Batman v Superman. I think we started this after Man of Steel, but before Batman v Superman. Correct. There is, uh, and I might even put it out again. There is a uh, commentary of Man of Steel that we did. Oh my god, I forgot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so there's I about that. So there's a two-hour podcast that could be coming to your feeds very soon. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, even um, if I mean, if we did ultimate cut of Batman versus Superman, that's almost three hours. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Is there any point in me buying the new ultimate ultimate cut of Batman v Superman? Because now I'm a little irritated. I get that so, he's reformatting it for IMAX. Mm-hmm. So I saw that and I, and I would I talked to some people on Twitter about it who are getting it. And I'm like, so it's just the aspect ratio that's different. Mm hmm. 
and he, and they're like, yeah. So I'm like, so it's not even worth buying unless you want to have that better aspect ratio. And they're like, yeah. So no, it's not. It's a, it, it, it's not a, I don't think it's a like money grab thing. It's just that this is something that he wants to do. He wants to get this IMAX version out. Right. Um, I know, I know I watched it. Um, yes, not the, not the new IMAX version. I watched Batman v Superman yesterday and I, yes, I would have liked it to fill my whole screen, but I'm okay with still the whole, the whole widescreen. Well, and of it. it's from what I understand, it's not going to no matter what. I mean, if you watch the IMAX uh, ratio, you're going to have the black bars on the side. You know what I mean? So, so like, it'll be like full screen. Yeah. Not, and that's like the old style full screen. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Like pan and scan. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, that's what, and that's also what justice league is going to be. So you're going to get the black bars on the side, not on the top. That's, I that's the biggest difference. I don't like that. I don't well, like the old four by three, it, especially in this day and age when everyone has a widescreen TV it should be in widescreen. Now, now that's true, but here now here's the thing though. It's going to be a little jarring. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you so anytime you watch those um the previews for Justice League, mm-hmm. you know, you get the the black on either side of the image. I saw something on Twitter that kind of shows how this IMAX ratio works. So you remember when there was widescreen or full screen? Yeah. Everyone thought, you know, because of the black bars, you're missing the top and bottom. But if you explain it to them, it's no, you're they're just kind of pushing the picture back in your TV so you can actually see everything. Right, right. Right. So that's kind of this is almost the next evolution of that with IMAX recording. So if you I saw an image of the nightmare scene or a, a video of the nightmare scene from Batman v Superman showing, you know, like the, the 4K Blu-ray that you and I have. Mm hmm. And then showing what this new one does. So now imagine you have your widescreen, like you know, you and I are watching. This pushes it back even further. And there's there are parademons that you don't see at all above, you know, uh, above Batman while he's fighting uh, Superman's goons. And there's image below. Okay. So this is just pushing that image back even further. You're not going to have the up and down bars, but you will have it on the sides and you get overall much more of an image. Uh, so if you look that up on Twitter, it'll show the difference between them. Um, so that's one reason I'm thinking about getting it. I think at the end of the day, for me, it comes down to, do I want to double dip on this? And the answer to that is going to be how we feel about uh, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, because that comes to home video in June or July, I want to say. Yeah, that sounds about right. So if that's the case and we love it, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to buy it, uh, a mm-hmm. physical edition of it. And in that case, then I will buy, excuse me, the um, the new remaster, whatever, mm-hmm. of Batman v Superman, just to have them all consistent, other than Man of Steel, which I'm sure will not be getting another re-re-re-re-release. So. No, no, at least not that I've, not that I've heard. Right. But so, yeah, you do get more image. Uh, the only thing that sucks is you are going to have the black bars on either side of your screen. Um, okay. It is what it is, which is weird. It's like nobody owns an IMAX, Zach. 
No, we didn't or, make 300. We don't have that Chris kind of money. Nolan. Come on. Yeah. Man. Yeah. We don't have the matchbox 20 money you guys have. So <laughs> we're going to have blacks, black bars on other side. Yeah. It's fine. It's whatever. Unless they could, unless there's a option that you can be like, okay, here, here's the widescreen version of it. Right. So I'm actually a little excited for this episode because like we were saying before, this is something that is technically like five years in the making Yeah, where we were going to review man or uh, Batman V Superman never got to it. The podcast ended before that. And now here we are years later and it's like, not only do we see it in theaters, did you and I go together? You and I, you, uh, you Spencer, myself and Dave, uh, different or Dave Cock Corcoran Cochran Corcoran yeah Dr. Pink um, as he's going by on everything yeah we all saw it at Dr. Pink I know a porn st- never mind <laughs> <laughs> oh love you Dave um, Dr. Yeah, we Pink all, we all saw um, BBS in in theaters the the theatrical version right um, and the initial reactions for all of us was, huh? Yeah. That was a movie. <laughs> there were, I think, three or four scenes that I thought were some of the best mm-hmm. that DC has ever done, ever. Surrounded by, at best, mediocrity. Yeah. Um, so I was talking to Kyle a couple days ago uh, when we were trying to figure out what we were going to do for this episode, because we're kind of in a lull right now. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. there isn't a whole lot going on um, other than Justice League. And I feel like this podcast, we could almost like rename it like the DC fan club (laughs) podcast. I hate to say, but. um, But I mean, but we're also we're also at a point in in 2021 where there's there isn't a lot of movies coming. out. I know Cherry just came out on Apple TV plus. Um, I have access to it, which is why I asked you before if you have access to it. Oh, um, I, I have I have all the streaming services. I'm sorry, so peasants don't. I don't have all the streaming services. I'm kidding. Thank you. You're Yet. welcome. Peacock is next, but that's just mainly for wrestling. Um, because it's cheaper. But one day Kyle will stride across the bones of all streaming services. Yeah, well. I mean, dark I got, side reference. I I got my first shot, so um, I can I can come over one day, and then we can we can watch Cherry together. Hell yeah, I'm waiting for mine. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, Cherry is one of those movies. Um, it's by the Russo brothers. That it's like their first big one after Infinity, or sorry, after Endgame mm. that they've done. So I, I'm. I'm interested on it. It's going from the trailer. I really haven't looked in, into it as much. Um, it's I th- Tom Holland is a um, former is Marine, a I believe, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's just, I think, deals with PTSD. Now, I could be wrong. I, he, I becomes, uh, he starts robbing banks, I think. Yeah. To- yeah. Yeah, that's all I know about it. So yeah, I should have done my research. I do apologize. Um, it's all right, but I mean, I'm I'm definitely gonna watch it. Um, cool, but yeah, I guess since BBS. we're <laughs> so, well, actually, here and I'll, I'll throw one more little thing in before we get to the the DC portion. Um, 
I don't know if you remember, Kyle, like when you and I started really getting into movies together and we did also with Mr. Pink. So you guys are saying you're going to pop your chair. Is that Dave? That no, this is because <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Dave, Dave is going by Dr. Pink. Um, Dr. Pink, okay. Uh, Mr. Pink, am I allowed to tell everyone who you are in the chat? If not, that's okay. Do um, I know Mr. Pink? You do know Mr. Pink. I mean, it's a that sounds like a uh, reservoir dogs reference. It so is a reservoir 0113. That's my birthday, so I'm gonna guess it's me. No, it's not. It's Fuck. it's it's someone we both know. All right. Well, until they say whether or not you can say, um, um, there was uh a... yes. Okay. I am allowed. Okay. Mr. Pink is Jason. Oh, Jason. Well, then he's going to know who I'm talking about here too. Yeah. Um, many years ago, I want to say it was like 2014. We went to see, um, it took us forever to find one to find a showing, but we saw, Oh yes. On the pines. Oh, that, okay. I thought you were going with, yeah. uh, hateful eight. Cause that would take no, forever to watch too. that one did. Yeah. No, I'm talking about um, Place Beyond the Pines. And that was the last Derek C. and Prince movie I saw. Um, I think. He That's hasn't... the only one I've seen. <laughs> no, you've also seen... Didn't you see Blue Valentine? Okay, that was... Okay, the last recent one. How about that? Okay. Well, he's uh, he's only really done one after that. It was... Um, but Oh, shit. What was it called? Like... Uh, between shores or michael fassbender and uh alicia whatever the tomb raider chick they actually are like alicia married or date thank you they're actually dating in real life oh. um they play um or is it her it might be rachel wise who I, it doesn't matter uh it and he, they play lighthouse keepers they find a baby and they raise it yada yada i haven't seen it i hear it's very good but the last movie i saw by derek c and friends was place beyond the pines so he actually directed a mini series on HBO. It's called um, "I Know This Much Is True" with Mark Ruffalo. He plays twin brothers. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. Didn't he get not? Uh, did it Ruffalo get nominated for that? He fucking better have because he's amazing <laughs> in it. I'm only an episode and a half in. I started it over the weekend after I finished our uh, my DC homework, um, and it is very emotional. It feels it's. It's typical Derek C. inference. You know, he could take a story where there's not a whole lot to it, but he really digs into family. You know, he digs into what makes everyday people tick. Um, and it's a great show so far. So I'm like I said, I'm not too far into it, but every episode I finish, I'm like, that, that was like three or four very long scenes in a one hour episode. And yet I'm dying to know what happens next, you know? So I'd, <laughs> yeah. I'd recommend checking it out. It's okay. very good. Now, Batman V Superman years ago. Um, we wanted to, you know, we wanted it. We were excited. The, the big thing was going to be doing an, an episode reviewing Batman V Superman. Mm -hmm. um, obviously we had the star Wars movies too. Thank God. We never got to reviewing those because I feel like it would be a dark, <laughs> dark time on the it would, podcast. It would be, it would, I would, okay, I've, I've come around to Last Jedi except for Canto Bite. I will fast forward through Canto Bite at all times. I'll tell you what, I appreciate the prequels more than I ever have now. I'll, wow. I'll put it that way. Okay. Um, but, the one I was really excited about was Batman v Superman because mm -hmm. people at that time were already super divided on S Snyder's version. Uh, 
yeah, even I remember seeing Man of Steel in theaters and being like, there was a lot in there I did not like. I loved Henry Cavill. I think he's an amazing mm-hmm. Superman. But there are a lot of things I was like, are, are we ever going to address this? Um, and then the podcast ended. We ended up going to see it. And like you said, we were both kind of like, really? Like, that's it? You know, you had the great the great scenes, a lot of great uh, references, callbacks to uh, Dark Knight Returns and whatnot. Um, but I think that if we had reviewed the movie at that time, we, you and I both would have been like, this was not great. Would you agree? I agree. I definitely agree. And now times are changing. What version did you watch over the weekend? Over the, the- shut up phone. You're popular over there. I'm I'm a very popular man. Um. So oh, did you watch? I watched the I've I've watched the only, the only version that honestly matters anymore is the ultimate cut. Now, before we get into kind of our deep dive, because so well, maybe we have to wait on that one. Maybe we should start with Man of Steel. Basically, yeah. this episode is going to be kind of our review of the two movies that lead up to Jackson. Jack, Jack Snyder. Snyder. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Spent a long day, like I we said. We gotta go back, Kate. <laughs> um, Zach Snyder's universe. So, like or, yes. or, or Justice League. So mm-hmm. we we decided to watch these because this is sort of the primer episode before our next episode, which is gonna be a very deep dive, uh, a, a breakdown into Justice League. So let's say fuck that for now. Let's start with back Man at square one, Man of Steel. This comes after the Dark Knight trilogy. Yep. Um, uh, Chris Nolan is kind an of, executive producer on it. Yep. So I think we all went into this uh, pretty excited. I do remember going to see this in theaters. We were all at Spencer's house at a bonfire beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we drove over there uh, yeah, to the we, theater. Uh, some of us dressed up. Nick, you were not one of them. I don't remember anyone dressing up. Uh, it was Spencer. Spencer did uh, like a Clark Kent. Um, I did Green Arrow, Dave did Robin, and then you and Austin were just there. I think, yeah, I think we said that we were um, we were citizens of Metropolis. That, that was works. our. I was like either that or Martian Manhunter. Yeah, that and works. we're two different versions of it. So, um, so where to start with Man of Steel? What did you? So overall, now I mean, it's been out years. Uh, you know 2013 yeah so over a half a decade over near almost a decade almost a decade yeah almost a decade it's been out it us it is definitely better than the than superman returns um now i like i like brandon routh as superman he wasn't given a lot to do because of the script but now, if you watch Crisis on Infinite Earths, he redeems that movie. It Man of Steel was their their attempt to ground Superman, and I th- I want to say they did that. It's it's a definitely different take on the Superman that we know, especially at the very end. Um, but yeah, I. I definitely like this version. I like Henry Cavill's version of Superman. Some of their choices 
that they did um say like with the coloring and all around just like what they've done with the script yeah there there's definitely some stuff that i would i would change for that movie but all all around i i go back to man of steel more than i do any other superman film that is out now does that include batman v superman um okay solo superman film okay I would say the well, what's ironic for me is the only one I would go back to more than Man of Steel, which I agree with you. I think I think Man of Steel is by far, especially in this day and age, the most accessible of any Superman movie, because if you watch Superman Returns, you kind of almost have to see uh, at least Superman one and two from uh, Richard Donner. Yeah. Um, So you'd almost have to see those before seeing uh, uh Superman Returns. The other ones you can absolutely skip. I I would say um, the only other one I would go back to maybe more than Man of Steel is Superman 2. The Donner cut. Um, I thought that that was that took Superman and showed sacrifice for the first time. It actually humanized him. It, It wasn't like you know when we saw Justice League uh in theaters <laughs> which i feel like you and i actually kind of defended i do remember that i yes. don't hate justice league as much as a lot of other people do i i accept it for what it is which was Correct. kind of the fizzling of a of a cinematic universe you know mm-hmm. we kind of knew it was over even before walking into that theater um but you know and it was like my buddy austin said the minute you get superman in that fight against steppenwolf it's like all right You're well done. yeah this is this will be over pretty quick um and Superman, and that's kind of how I felt through most of uh, Man of Steel up and you know up till near the end. Um, and I think Superman two back in the what was that early eighties, late seventies? Because I think the first uh, one was seventy eight. Uh, Superman one came out in seventy eight, so yeah, it would be probably seventy nine eighty. Yeah, I was thinking maybe eighty eighty one, but regardless, uh, I thought that was up until. I mean, I, I still probably consider that my favorite Superman movie of all time. Uh, you see him sacrificing his powers and learning what it means to be human. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I like that one a little more, but I think Man of Steel is a great entry point. I thought it was a great entry point for a, for a cinematic universe, too. Um, but I do agree there were a lot of like the suit was too dark and I feel like they were really trying to lean into that. It's dark. It's gritty. It's dark. It's gritty. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I the, the the script, like you were saying, yeah, there were a lot of issues that I had with it. The two that stand out to me right now and which which is dumb because I just rewatched it. You think I'd be able I didn't I didn't take any notes. I will I for Justice League. I, I didn't take any notes either. I because I'm like, OK, what's I also fell asleep in Man of Steel, but that's because I watched it at like 10 o'clock and I'm like, oh, you fool. I started I watched both of them in one night. I it was horrible. <laughs> Oof. Um, but it that's the, the called dedication. That, <laughs> the, the, the two that stand out to me, and these were the two that stood out to me before I started, because right when I started, I was like, I was like, all right, try to remember Nick. I remember walking out of the theater being like enjoying it, but being pissed too, mm-hmm. you know. And the two things that stand out the most are one, 
um Jor-El is Superman's dad, right? Yeah, because yeah, Kal-El yeah. is Superman. Okay. Correct. Jor-El telling uh Zod, oh hey, I sent my only son off. He's going like he literally told him where to go find him. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm that's... like, I'm like, even if he's going to the Phantom Zone, why would you ever tell anybody yeah. where you're sending like the your last hope? You, you don't. <laughs> you don't. Ever. That's just be like, hey, here's here's just like here's Jigsaw. Hey. I'm going to tell you exactly how to get out of this. Yeah. And I, I could not stand that. I thought that was so, I was like, why are you doing this? You just set up the whole movie now. Thanks. Um, that was one. And the other was the death of Jonathan Kent. Yeah. Which is just so bad. I mean, I get it. Like looking, looking at it from the outside being like, okay, he doesn't want, clark to use his powers so that everyone knows who he is like that he's that he's not from here i understand that i get that but if you can use your powers to save someone freaking do it yeah one do it there's a tornado right you should have grabbed the dog you didn't you fucked up don't grow back towards martha you fucked up (laughs) yeah so unfortunately, the family dog, that dog looked old as shit. Go buy a yeah. new one. It's and, too bad. And honestly, and here's the thing. Fast forward when Clark comes back to the farm, it's a different dog. Yeah. So it ended up happening anyway. Yeah. Um, I love and, dogs. I do and I get, <laughs> I get the whole like, don't show his power, but look at everyone under that bridge. None of them Bro. are paying attention. No. And it would have been no. very quick. Yeah, you're fast as shit. You have to race the flash to see who's faster. Do you think anyone is going to notice? And yeah. if they somehow did, because they were looking at him, they're like, wow, that farm boy looks a lot like Henry Cavill. So they were just like focusing on him still like that. He'd be back. And do you think one, anybody would say anything after that? Because everyone would think they're crazy. And two, if they did say anything again, people would think they're crazy. No one would believe that, you right. know, just- that would be that would have been in the perfect opportunity. Nothing would have happened. Mm-hmm. So that's my two cents on that. So, so what's your take on Superman killing Zod? Because um, my mine is is that yes, he's put in a difficult difficult situation of trying to stop Zod from killing killing that family. Um, or what the hell am I saying? What yeah, the hell he am was, I saying? <laughs> it was Zod was basically like, I'm gonna laser beam these little yeah. fuckers. Like I like in the end, again, I understand what Superman what Superman's thought was, thought process was was okay. I it's the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one. So killing Zod in his eyes is acceptable to save right. the save the family. Now, a lot of people do not agree with that. Like, the, he, like he would have found another way. But I'm like, would you? Would you? I feel like he would have. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, weren't there like 19 times that he like thunder punched his ass like across the city or like grabbed there him would, and flew but, into the air? But how would he have been able to stop him from doing this again? There, the kryptonite wasn't a thing yeah. for that movie. That's true. So how would he like the Phantom Zone? Their Phantom Projector was destroyed. So how would he have stopped him from doing this again? Yeah, that's true. I guess there isn't. 
yeah, I, I guess there isn't really an, another good way. Um, and I'll, I will admit when I first saw it, I, that bothered me a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, rewatching it a couple nights ago and, um, and, you know, after having it out for years and years, it, that's, I don't, I don't reflect on that part nearly as much anymore. Um, cause it does make more sense. And honestly, I hate to say it, the Martha part in Batman V Superman does not bother me as much as it used to, you know? No, um, I mean, I make, I, I laugh at it, Yeah, but like I laugh at it when people talk about it, but it's, it's like, no shit. They, yeah. Like they're both, na- they're both, they're both their moms are named the same. And you know, and... what's funny too, is until they mentioned that I never put that together. <laughs> like I, I think, knew that. I knew that too. Yeah. I had that. I had that same. I had that epiphany in the theater. I'm like, yeah. I was oh, like, shit, why does right. Batman care that that he said Martha? Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't make it. Oh, fuck! You know. Yeah. And um, I, and I think I've, I've I might have said this before on some other show or whatever. We always like in in uh, Chris Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. He folk he focused more on Thomas Wayne than Martha. So seeing it be more, um, having having the focus more on Martha in BVS, yeah, um, made sense. It, sure, it, it was different. Um, now can we have Negan and um, uh, what's the other person? Lauren Conrad. I can't. Not Conrad. Lauren Cohen. Cohen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was just that's just nice to have in there. Um, one from. Watchmen, and then both of them from Walking Dead. That is almost uh, distracting to me, but really? I don't mind it. Yeah, it, almost. <laughs> I, I, because then if you look at them, like if you're like, okay, fuck Walking Dead, don't even think about that for a minute. Do you think that these are good castings for Thomas and Martha Wayne? It's like, well, yeah, you know. I, so. um, it. Do you know? Do you know the story of Flashpoint? Thomas Wayne is Batman. Martha Wayne is Joker. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I could, looking at those two, I could see. Oh yeah. That. Fuck yeah. That that would be that's perfect casting right there for that. Yeah. So this yes perfect casting. Yeah. So um, but yeah no I'm o- I'm over the whole Martha like same yeah it's it's fine. <laughs> so I guess like if you I mean if you want to wrap up man of steel, how I, I still think it's a great superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a good Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are choices in it. I'm not a fan of, I don't actively hate any of them. Um, but I think it's a perfect jumping off point. And I do remember leaving the theater and being like, they're building a fucking universe. Like this is, this is the Superman we're going to see in a justice league movie. Yeah. Like one day we're going to see Henry Cavill, although probably, I, I don't know now, like, and this is something we're gonna have to talk about in the weeks to come after we see justice league. Um, this is the, the Superman we could potentially see on the, um, the justice league. What's the space station called? The watchtower. The Watchtower. I would love that. I would love to see the Watchtower in a live action movie. Um, so, so I liked it a lot. I thought it was, you know, and and I liked it more over time. Mm-hmm. When I bought it, I rewatched it, and I was like, I feel like I was a little hard on this movie, you know. 
And I think I watched it once more since then. And I was like, yeah, I think I was definitely hard on this. And then a couple nights ago, I was like, yeah, who cares now? You know, with everything that's happened in the DC universe since that, back when that was the biggest thing we were pissed about, it's like, dude, that's nothing now. That's water under the bridge. I mean, and even even the DCEU has changed since Man of Steel. And I mean, that's and that's a whole other. We don't fully know what the DC. EU is really, you know. Okay, I, I'll I'll say it like this: the I I'll say it as the Snyderverse, the the group of films that we've got: Man of Steel, BVS, um, both Justice Leagues, uh, both yeah. Wonder Woman's, Aquaman, uh, Suicide Squad, and Shazam are I I personally think are all part of one whole universe. I agree. Now, if they now Joker is set differently the batman is set on a different earth entirely now if now, now is for, that confirmed though that so technically these are all part of the same universes they could mm-hmm. just be different earths and we could see um michael keaton's batman bringing so, so in in the flash movie that we're going to be getting which is going to be in this snyderverse um, we are going to see Michael Keaton's Batman, right, and Ben Affleck's Batman. Yes. Now things could change. Um, they're actually supposed to start filming in April, I think. So things could change. I mean, this movie has been in development hell since 2017. I thought filming had just started recently. No, the Batman filming has has ended. You're saying for principle for Flash for Flash for Flash it hasn't started pre-production might have started but not principal photography. As you look at oh yep Flash movie reportedly starts filming in April in the UK Mm -hmm. yeah all right I could have sworn I heard something that it did maybe maybe that's what I heard was that um was that it was going to and I was like that's good enough for me that means it's Mm -hmm. still real because. Yeah, that's been in development hell for a while. But yeah, no, I mean, we are going to be seeing Michael Keaton's, at least his Bruce Wayne, because I don't, I, I don't think we'll see him in the bat suit ever again. That's fine, but that's a great way to introduce Terry. Um, Terry McGinnis. McGinnis, you know, that would be. I mean, I would, I would love to see Terry McGinnis show up. Um, yeah, but um, by the time. By the time I think the Flash movie is done, we're gonna we're gonna have a completely different universe. Some things think- are gonna stay the same. Some things are gonna be different. Okay, yeah. So obviously, I think Wonder Woman, Aquaman will remain. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam are all going to be the same. Batfleck, I'm hoping maybe something HBO. I <sighs> after. When we talk and when we see um, the new Justice League, I think it's going to suck that we never got a Batfleck solo film. That's what I've been hearing. Because of like Deathstroke and the Joker. Well, and the director. uh, Fuck. Matt Reeves. No, Gareth Ennis. Gareth Edwards. No, the guy who did the Raid movies. Okay, yes, yes. He was going to direct the Deathstroke movie. Imagine that shit mm-hmm. like that a superhero movie directed by by the raid yeah the raid director like, 
Oh, oh boy, that would have been I something. Am, I am. I love those movies. But again, you know, who knows? Like, who knows what Justice League is going to do? That yeah. that um that that hashtag was trending for restore the Snyder verse. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd be fine with it and just have it all exclusively on HBO Max. Yeah. That way you get more subscribers to HBO Max. You could still keep your cinematic universe. You don't even have to have them cross over too much if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to have multi-universes with Michael Keaton coming and being like, ah! um, I don't know why I've never seen Michael Keaton. Oh, I guess you want to get nuts. Let's get nuts. That's close enough. But um, I, yeah, I think, uh, I think you could keep the Snyderverse solely in, uh, in HBO. Mm-hmm. And then have everything else theatrical. You don't well, need... I mean, because of Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Shazam, that's going to be a little bit tougher to do. So you're saying that you think eventually Robert Battinson, see what I did there? No, I saw what you did there. He is going to be the Batman that works with if, Jason Momoa's Aquaman, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. And Zachary Levi's Shazam. Yeah. Is and, that what you're thinking is going to happen? No, 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 no. I think I th- the Batman universe, or because it's set, apparently it's set on Earth 2, which there's so many things wrong with DC's continuity in TV and film right now. Um, a little bit because because crisis on infinite earths happened on the cw and what the main focus of that was was to combine all of the multiple earths into one now they did that but they also left certain earths separate there is an earth 2 but it's it holds star girl and the Justice Society of America. So now you're saying that this Robert Pattinson's Batman is on this Earth 2? Or are you saying it's another Earth 2? It, it's it's confusing to non-comic book readers, I think. Especially to me. Because, yeah. But I know. But I know what's going on. So it's what they should have done was keep was just combine the the tv earths into one and then have the movies set on different earths but i'm not an executive at cw and wb so my opinion doesn't matter and your opinion probably doesn't make them the most bang for their bucks no but um but what they did i mean what they did do on crisis on infinite earths was in their fourth hour of the show they did have Ezra Miller's Flash and Grant Grant Gustin's Flash meet for the first time. And where was this? This was on the CW. Wow, they got Ezra Miller on the CW. That's yeah, and it was so when it when it happened, no one no one knew it was happening. Like it was a closed set. Uh, there, the pictures came out after the episode aired about it. So, and it was, I guess, because it premiered January 2020. Mm-hmm. So, literally last year. Um, so, they had time in between 
uh, filming of their last episode that that premiered, and then into the into um, the January 2020 episode to film this and keep it very secretive. And I mean, this was the first time that a that the movie and TV universe shared the screen. It had yeah. never happened before with anything. Did that happen to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. though? You know what? I I, re- I retract my statement. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even watched it, Kyle. Come you're, on. you're right. Uh, I, f- I forget about that. Um, <laughs> I, I love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But that's that that could be that we could talk about differently too. Well, but I mean, in terms of connecting the movie and the TV for DC, th- this was the first time. Yeah, and it was a shock to have happen because no yeah. one was expecting it. So yeah, yeah, I don't even think I fully knew about. It. I think I like I had heard sort of rumblings about it, but again, I haven't watched any of the CW other than like Arrow and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't fully in the know on that. I actually didn't even know it happened. Yeah. Um, we do still have to cover BVS. BVS. I need to go make myself a quick little drinky. So what okay. I want you to do is I want you to plug your alien isolation playthrough that you're going to be doing tomorrow. This is like our ad rating because yeah, you're sponsoring us. Ad. <laughs> so this, uh, this week's episode is sponsored by K Krause 89 on Twitch. Definitely. And then you can, and now you can read your ad copy. Yes. Um, that you made me, yourself. <clears throat> let me just um, put it up here. And uh, this episode of American Cinephiles Redux is brought wait, to you by. Wait, if I mute myself in Zoom, we're still good, right? Yeah. This episode of American Cinephiles Redux is brought to you by <laughs> Alien Isolation Gameplay Walkthrough by Kyle Krause 89 on Twitch. So basically what's happening is that I am going through Alien Isolation for the very first time. I've never played it. I have never watched any gameplay of it. It is totally me the f- going through it and being surprised. Um, I have died four times so far twice twice by the alien twice by the xenomorph and twice by the working joe and i was not uh expecting the working joe to be so tough and boy was i wrong i i am i am thoroughly enjoying the game i'm liking the horror aspect of it it definitely it definitely is uh, a sequel to Alien, the original one, uh, more than it is Aliens. I am wondering, <laughs> wondering where the game goes, uh, and in terms of where it all fits in to the grander story that is the Alien franchise. Like we know that Ripley has a daughter. But what happens to said daughter and why do we never see her again? Or is this the first time that we meet her? I mean, this is the first time we meet her. Definitely a more uh, aged um, Amanda Ripley. Amanda's her name. I think it is. Nick is going to um, give me a yes or no on Amanda Ripley. That's her name, correct? 
Just nod your head, yes or no. Affirmative. Excellent. So every Tuesday until I beat it, twitch.tv slash kcrowsy89 is going to be Alien Isolation. And then from then, it'll probably be, I don't know. But uh, thanks myself for sponsoring this episode and thus now back to our regularly scheduled program so nick bvs <laughs> that was beautiful that was smooth and just fucking it was like it was like whiskey smooth whiskey which that's is like right what you're drinking that's right boom uh yeah bvs so it it was announced in 2015 14 at San Diego Comic-Con with um, General Swansick, um, who we now know is playing Martian Manhunter in Justice League, came out and read um, a line. Sorry, got a text. Um, read a line from The Dark Knight Returns. Right. Uh, I I don't remember the exact line, but everyone um, went nuts as soon as the logo came up with the bat symbol and then the Superman crest right in the middle of it. Uh, I, I went nuts because I'm like, holy crap, it's actually happening. Finally, after yeah. we've been teased about it. Thank you, I Am Legend. And that Batman symbol was like, oh, that looks so cool. The the fucking the fat sorta, yeah. That that felt very nice Frank Millery. I loved mm -hmm. it. I remember that. <clears throat> sorry, texting. Recording. God damn it, Kyle. I'm sorry. Things we do on the things we do live. But, and then fast forward to 2015. Actually, I think it was, no, 2014. No, same year. No, next year. Next year. <laughs> next year, we got our first uh, first look at Gal Gadot and uh, Ben Affleck as Batman and Wonder Woman. Yep. And all of us were like, who's Gal Gadot? <laughs> we had not seen the Fast and the Furious movies at that time to know who Gal Gadot was, but she's a perfect choice for Wonder Woman. Definitely now. And at the time, we were like, I mean, Ben Affleck is a huge Batman fan. He could, we all saw him as Bruce Wayne, so he could definitely pull off being Batman. And in the long run, we were right. He definitely pulled off a older Bruce Wayne Batman when did we see him as Bruce Wayne? Like the first still of him as like Bruce Wayne? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but because like the first time we see him is as Batman, where he's like the sad Batman. You talk about that first image where he's next to the Batmobile? Yes. Yep. I also remember that vividly, mm -hmm. which is funny because you look back on that and everyone's kind of bitching about Zack Snyder wanting to do a black and white cut and that first trailer was in black and white and I'm like you guys all forget that that very first image we saw of Ben Affleck's Batman was in black and white like it's always kind of been a theme of his you know yeah. so 
Um, yeah, he looked, I think it's the best live action uh, or best looking live action Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not armory. Yeah. I kind of, and I, and I like that a lot. I like that kind of old school look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, his I, fight scenes, I think there hasn't been a better fight scene mm-hmm. in a live action Batman movie. It definitely reminds you of the Arkham series in terms of fighting. And we mentioned yeah. that we, yeah. we mentioned that to each other when we saw it. It's like, oh, that's that's Arkham right there yep. with, with his fight scenes. And I wanted more of that. And we'll... well, and when Ben Affleck was talking about doing a standalone movie uh, with Deathstroke, him and Joe Matalagata Lotto Lotto. Joe uh, Yeah. Yeah. They sat down and they watched the Deathstroke Batman boss fight in Arkham Origins. And Ben Affleck was like, this is kind of what I'm trying to go for for this movie. Now, I haven't seen that. That's the one Arkham game I have not played. Oh, okay. Um, I have not completed that game. That's the only one I haven't completed. Sure. I, I own it, um, but I haven't gotten around to beating it because it's a different voice actor who plays Batman. Um, so I'm, and Joker too, right? I think and Joker, he's in yes. it, but it's yeah. It's a it's yeah. It's not Mark Hamill. I think it's Troy Baker who does. Yeah. Actually, might do both voices. No, I don't think he does both. I think he only does Joker. Okay, I forget who does Batman. Either way, um, I mean, this is, and it's kind of connected to the Arkham series games with the Arkham Origins name, but it didn't feel like it at the time, and we never got anything more out of that Arkham Origins game. Uh, but we did get a an ending to the Arkham series. Yeah. Uh, where are we going with this? Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Awesome oh, that character. that just that it seems like this Batman style, like they're they're trying to show that he's more uh physical, you know. Mm-hmm. Like even in even in the Nolan series, like, yeah, you get some cool fight scenes, but not as stylized as what you see in Batman v Superman. No. Um, and I feel like that's what Ben Affleck was going to attempt to do with his uh standalone. I mean, he mm-hmm. uh Joe, whatever, Joe M literally said we sat down and watched that. Now that was kind of the scene that was going to, that that scene of the game of Arkham origins was going to influence uh, kind of that entire movie of what Ben Affleck was trying to do with yeah. both of those characters. And it was going to be set in Arkham too. Oh, that I didn't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was definitely going to oh be set God. in Arkham. Yeah. Again, you're once, once we're done watching justice league, you're going to be like, fuck. Why can't we have this? (laughs) Well, and there's talks, you know, there's and it's not anything substantial, but there's rumblings that Ben Affleck is coming back for either a limited HBO Batman show or it could Mm -hmm. be his movie with no studio interference on HBO, you know, and I'm like, if this if Justice League does well, why not? Exactly. You know, you've already Um, established you've spent millions on these movies now, like keep it keep it in the HBO house and just do it that way. Yeah. You know, I mean, the worst that could happen is that they put out a bad movie They're, I mean, cause it might not go to theaters. So there's not going to be like revenue from that. Mm-hmm. There'll be revenue from like subscribers, but not from like a box office. Right. So they don't have to worry about that. 
So, so yeah. let's really dive in real quick to, to Batman v Superman. This is the one that we were, I mean, I, I have never even since probably been as excited. Well, now I am for the Batman. I think the Batman looks fucking phenomenal. Uh, yeah. From that one trailer, admittedly. I can't. That one trailer that they had 25%. Uh, yeah. Of the, yep. Um, but other than that, I've never been more excited for a superhero movie than I was with uh, Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trailers were awesome. There were a lot of throwbacks. Like again, when you see Ben Affleck, you know, shooting his, his, uh, his grappling gun with the lightning strike behind him straight out of dark Knight returns. Um, I was super happy. They brought doomsday in at the same time. I wasn't, uh, for many reasons, (laughs) but yeah, when we saw that in theaters, it, it felt like a political drama, a very boring one. Mm Mm-hmm that had superheroes kind of sprinkled in almost it wasn't i think it wasn't what a lot of people were expecting but i think that a lot of people also didn't fully realize Zack snyder's vision i think he knew what he wanted to do and this was just a stepping stone to get there but i think the problem is that stepping stone people didn't like yeah and that's kind of where things started to uh started to take a turn for the worst um, so not even talking about the ultimate cut, what did you like, what are some of your takeaways from that first one for, okay. no, from, from Batman v Superman? I should Batman say. V Superman. I, I mean, I just enjoy seeing Batman on, on screen. Um, I don't enjoy all my Batman killing. There has never been a live action version of Batman where he doesn't kill someone. Yeah. Inadvertently or to the point or just him doing it i but i i love the look it was definitely definitely a brighter in terms of like how it looked a, like superman was brighter like his costume popped more than man of steel it wasn't as muted mm. uh, ben affleck just killed it as bruce Wayne batman Gal Gadot killed it as Wonder Woman because this was the first time we've seen a. This was the first time in, I don't know, thirty plus years that we've seen a live action Wonder Woman, um, compared to, um, Linda Carter. Uh, Linda Carter, thank you. My mind yep. was blanking. That sucked. That really sucked, and I knew her name. I got you, baby. Thank you. Uh, so, and then yeah, Doomsday. When Doomsday came out, I mean, I was like, yeah, and I'm like. Oh, did they earn this? Yeah, he looked a, he looked a lot like uh like an aborted baby bodybuilder. Yeah. And just wasn't like that was a super that was a or super villain, I guess. I was excited to see. And it felt it you know, this movie it gets a lot of flack for trying to catch up to Avengers or to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I can see why. I feel like, and again, you know, you were kind of saying if I was in charge of DC or if I was an exec, there would be a a certain way you would do things. And I think that's the same for me. I would have had all of these, again, and I hate to say kind of like how Marvel did it, um, because I don't want the DC Universe to be as cookie cutter as the Marvel Universe. I like, even their worst movies, I like what DC does because they're always kind of taking uh, risks. Mm-hmm. 
But what I think would have served them better is ha- having Superman die at the end of Man of Steel 2 to Doomsday. Yes. Doomsday, I think, should be at least the first time they meet. It should be focused on Superman and Doomsday. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to have Batman in there, if you're going to have Wonder Woman, which Wonder Woman, I feel, didn't even need to be in that movie. It was all a part of like, let's build this universe in a two and a half hour movie, you know, mm-hmm. um, have them as side as very side characters, very side characters, um, because then you can have a really good Superman trilogy where the third movie is now about him, like coming to him terms coming with back. the fact that he's back. Yeah. And the Justice League movie could take place if we want to go the route Snyder has where we have to bring him back. The Justice League movie could take place after there's already a Man of Steel, a Man of Steel 2, maybe one Batman standalone movie, maybe two, maybe one Wonder Woman movie, you know? Um, and and then you much more organically have that that Justice League movie where you don't have to spend all this time being like, this is Cyborg. This is Aquaman. This is more of why Batman is the way he is now. Because I guarantee you, if they had done it that way, we wouldn't have sat there in that theater being like, why the fuck is Batman just killing people? We would have been like... Aside from, you know, Superman destroying Wayne Financial in the beginning, which was a nice touch, bridging those two movies, you wouldn't understand why, like, Bruce has a fear so to say of superman but i mean it's it's laid out being like if if there's a one percent chance that like he could destroy us kill us all he they have to they have to take that chance of being prepared i get that that's batman well but here's the thing also is you're introduced to this universe's batman in a movie that's not even a standalone batman movie you have to not only do you have to continue clark's story from Mm -hmm. man of steel you also have to introduce pretty much everyone's favorite dc character and you have to make his motivations known and they didn't really do that other than like you said that one percent you know now knowing knowing what we know now suit or batman he he became calloused he became you know after robin died he he changed Mm -hmm. he started becoming more brutal he started not really giving a shit and if they had it built up to that i think anybody would be like this is crazy what they're doing same with the nightmare scene a lot of people hated it they're like what is it it's just him in a desert why does he have a gun like no you don't understand like there are things that lead up to this there are reasons that he has a gun you know reasons that he's breaking some dude's neck this isn't the batman you're used to but this is also a Batman that I think everyone could appreciate if he had been given more context instead of just doing Man of Steel. All right, got to catch up. Yeah. Batman v Superman. Like Batman v Super. I haven't even seen the fucking Batman in this universe yet. <laughs> They're already fighting, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's those are the biggest issues that Batman v Superman had facing it, other than the Martha scene, which has been talked about so many times now. It's like whatever it's done done. um and lois lane like she was shoehorned in at the end as one of the people trying to help but she was just going back and forth between like i gotta get the spear 
Uh, I got to get rid of it. Okay. Never mind. Now I got to go back and get it. And it's, you know, it's just too much going on at the end of that movie. There, there, yeah, they didn't, or Zach didn't know what to do with Lois in BVS. Yeah. Towards the end. Yeah. Um, But in the beginning, I mean, it all panned out to be like, as to why Lex does everything that he's doing, which makes a lot more sense now after you watch it a couple times being like oh this is lex trying to get rid of both batman and superman at the same time and make him out and make Lex himself lex out to be the smartest and most powerful person out there yeah but then they have to go and be boys boys there's I love bringing people together. together. Hmm. Yeah. Um, there, yeah. There, his now, choices of what he did just don't make sense. It's rough. And I again, I'd like to think that, see, on, 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 in some aspects, they're just throwing characters at you. Mm-hmm. Like, like Batman. Why is he killing people? Why is he a dick? Why, you know, like, what, why what has he been doing all this time? He's an older, more, you know, hardened Batman. Why haven't we seen any of that? Like, I'm just supposed to accept that this is a Batman who's like, ah, fuck people. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, the flip side of that coin, you're showing us Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor, very young, very uh, cocky and over the top. And I'm sure he grows in. I mean, you see him get his head shaved at the end there. And apparently he just keeps doing it. And he's like, this is my new MO. Yeah. Um, and by the way, you don't need your hair shaved off once you go into prison. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was weird. Like maybe you'd have to buzz it a little. But even, even then, I don't think you'd have to. But whatever. Yeah. Um, and I feel like they were trying to be like, well, we're going to evolve him. He's going to evolve over time. And it's like, great. But now you've given us a Batman that we're supposed to just accept that you haven't evolved at all. Mm-hmm. And then you're telling us to accept the fact that we may not like who Lex is right now, but he's going to evolve over time. It's like these all kind of should have been happening organically instead of you guys trying to catch up to the. Tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Um, that said, it makes them different, which mm-hmm. I like, because if we had too many of the same fucking superhero movies, I wouldn't want to watch any of them anymore. So, I mean, you'd be you'd be in the same boat as Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Although I heard that he has said that his entire career now feels like a waste that he's seen the Snyder cut. Really? He said that he feels bad that he ever said anything bad about superhero movies and he wished that he had been doing DC movies. Why don't I believe you? Because I'm lying. Uh, See? <laughs> so that was, but now that was the first time I saw it. So we had issues, right? We kind of mm-hmm. knew that the universe was in trouble. A lot of boring Senate meetings and like, is Superman bad? Cause something happened, you know? Yeah. I, as, as much as everyone complains about episode one with like taxation and politics and stuff, you get a lot of that in BVS. Oh yeah. I could, I could do without that. I could like say if it's on the screen in the background, fine, leave it there. But I'm yeah, that, that kind of was enough. Um, But the scene where Superman goes to the Senate, Congress, whatever the house and shows up. I like that scene. I do too. Yeah. 
And that's the thing is like, even the things I don't like, like all of this boring buildup, at least it was building up to something where you're like, oh shit, you know? And that's exactly what was happening with, uh, with that, where, where now it looks like he's the one who, who got all pissy and basically blew the place up furthering, or, you know, like, like, uh, furthering him even yeah, more. Lex's like view on Superman. Yeah. But I'm um, also like, not his view, but what he was trying to do, like yeah, making him look like, guilty. His like heat, his heat ray, his heat vision wouldn't explode stuff like that. Yeah. Well, and it's... I don't feel like anyone ever fully believes it. Like you never see people being like, how could Superman do this? Like, right. There's, I mean, there was like, I mean, there's Lois and like, but there's, yeah, there was an, a lot of people being like, no, I, I don't think Superman would do this you see superman saving people like from that yeah pulling them out yeah yeah and then Um, there i mean there's a scene in the ultimate cut where he is saving people from the senate that just exploded but that was left out of the theatrical cut i'm like why would you cut this yeah and actually that's a perfect segue because what i wanted to ask you is so now we've had the extended cut or the ultimate mm-hmm. cut what in contrast how, how do you feel do you feel it 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 enriches batman I think, v superman do you think it's doesn't matter i think it makes it a better film the extended cut um, i agree one of our i mean one of our friends has said you know longer jokingly said a longer movie equals better movie no that that's not that's not the that's not the case Mm. there's a lot of things that are added into the ultimate cut that do make it a slightly better movie i think where we see clark go to gotham and learn about batman and everything he goes to he goes to prison he visits prison to find out more about why batman is branding these people and then you see Clark uh, save people from the Senate. Yeah. All that stuff. Yes. It's, it's in there now that makes it, I think makes it a much better film. Now I there's, gonna, there's still going to be people in the outcry being like, you're stupid. Why would you think that again? My opinion, you can think what you want. Yeah. And I wouldn't necessarily say that those people are wrong. I, it's still, you know, if you're going in looking for like a, like a Marvel movie, you know, a two hour movie where you kind of, you know, know what's going to happen, that that's not what this is, you know, and it's, you can almost barely call it an action movie, except for like three or four scenes. Um, There's a lot of exposition. it, (laughs) It feels like it's made more for a certain sect of fans. I feel like the ones that get it, like me and you, where we're like, all right, this makes more sense now. Mm hmm that's for us kind of like i've you know i heard some reviewers saying like the snyder cut doesn't make this movie any better you can't you know you can't change polish a turd yeah and i think but but they're saying like if you're a fan of what he's done with his other things in the past you're you'll like it you'll Mm -hmm. you'll find it to be epic you'll find it to be um almost uh mythical and i think that i think we're going to fall more into that um because i agree snyder cut or the uh i'm sorry the uh, uh batman v superman a theatrical cut not good no. wouldn't watch it again i've watched the ultimate cut a few times now like i'll have it on while i'm working or whatever mm-hmm. 
it gives context to everything. It gives motivations to Lex. It gives motivations to all these other, you know, characters. I remember being in theaters and watching Superman saving Lois from like an African desert. And then, you know, they're like, they're doing all this investigating in Washington. I'm like, I, what the fuck is this? Like, is this like <laughs> Law and Order NCIS edition? Like, I don't understand. Law and Order why... Gotham. Yeah, done, done. Uh, <laughs> but, but at least the 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 ultimate cut. Yeah, it 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 bloats it. You know, if you mm-hmm. weren't a fan of it, like if you didn't like it at all, you hated Batman v Superman. This probably won't change your mind. But if you saw like a gem of something there for Batman v Superman and you watch the ultimate cut, I think you walk away from it more like, all right, a lot of that makes sense now. Yeah. You know, um, definitely. And, and, and I mean, I guess that leads us up to justice league, mm-hmm. uh, which I've only watched twice ever. Oh, really? Yeah. When we saw it in theaters and then um, I asked Nicole, she was at target one day and I was like, see if they have justice league there 4k, <laughs> if they do buy it, but don't tell anybody we'll be chastised and, thrown out of america and stoned to death so i i i saw justice league twice in theaters like back to back actually uh, i saw it with you and then i saw it with my girlfriend and my friend casey the next day so i'm um, because at that time no oh south glind i do not wait we to- can become famous yeah, buy followers and prime viewers on bigfollowers.com. No. Let's do it. I've always wanted to be famous. Thank you, Sus Scotland 1093. Yeah, that sounds ominous. Don't click that, anyone. <laughs> you should, you should. Never mind. I probably shouldn't say that. Never mind. No, no. Um, Thanks for stopping by, Sus yeah, Scotland. But like the initial, like Fuck the initial. <laughs> The initial uh, take on Justice League was that okay, this is a better a, a better look at Zack Snyder's DC universe than what we than what we got previously. It was the color palettes and everything were a lot brighter. Are you talking about Joss Whedon's? Joss Whedon, J- Zack yeah. Snyder, Joss Whedon's Justice League, right? Is more brighter yeah there's i mean even those uh those visual comparisons that have been coming out the past few days like mm-hmm. there's it's there's a stark contrast yeah and i've i have seen i've i there was one tweet where i saw certain scenes that are not in the film anymore and i'm like okay but like like uh, ezra miller falling into um it's not Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot's boobs. I know it's, it's a stunt yeah. double, but I hope that's gone. It is gone. That's good. Um, Fucking dumb. But like the shot of like Bruce coming down from the plane elevator, and then it's just a shot of like Gal Gadot's behind. I'm like, I, me personally, I like. Okay, yes, I see that as a shot of her, her butt, and then of, and then of. Affleck but I'm like it's it's a shot I don't see it as oh we need to put it on her butt it's just it's a shot well and I mean from what I remember it's not like you can't really and this is kind of getting into almost like 
technical. Let's define sexy. Let's define a woman's ass. And I don't yeah, want it to I, be that. But and I didn't when I saw it, I didn't think of it like that at all. Well, that's and that's kind of what I like. Now, now Ezra Miller's boo or boobs. <laughs> Ezra Miller, <laughs> like, you know, motorboating uh Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's that's tacky. You know, yeah. it's dumb. Uh, I don't think Zack Snyder would have ever done that. Joss Whedon, I can absolutely see doing it. Uh, but if you look at Gal Gadot's costume, she's not overly sexualized. Like if you see her standing there, you can't notice like, look at that ass. You know, she's got her like metal skirt on. Mm-hmm. There is no real like definition to to something like that. So I feel like like. Oh, this this is when she's in street clothes. Oh yes, the uh, like the the burgundy leather pants. Yes, I remember that. It's weird. <laughs> I've only seen the movie twice since 2017, and yet I remember that. Okay, fair enough. Maybe that is what it was. Yeah. But she, I don't know. Um, I don't remember ever like focusing solely on her on her behind. No, I do I, remember I, a lot of back end shots of her though. Yes, so. I mean, like there's a shot with like her, like the first time you meet her and cyborg cyborg together. yeah there's a shot of that yeah but i think we were also kind of being like us we're like how would you shoot that yeah yeah like it wasn't it didn't seem like they were trying to overly sexualize her there mm-hmm. um but again like some of the comedy if you can call it that like the like the ezra miller face between the boobs is just mm-hmm. i remember sitting in theaters and being like this is the the this is this takes place in the same universe as yeah. Zack Snyder's movies because I never saw any of that, you know, in Batman well, v Superman even. Also, I guess uh, Aquaman sitting on the lasso and like telling the truth about everything, that's not in the film either. Now that bums me out. I know, I know that they're trying to go for the last comedy in this new cut. Um, that was honestly one of my favorite scenes. And I remember laughing out loud because I was like, at first you're like, why is he talking to them? Like, the, like he's doing this monologue. It's weird. It's yeah. not like, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is so dumb. But the minute you see he's on the lasso, you're like, oh my God, that was, am-. and you mm-hmm. think about everything he's saying, how he just wanted to be liked or whatever. I'm like, oh my God, that was amazing. I, I wish think it's they also, they that. wanted to take it out because th- th- he was like, he's like saying it to a woman, like, man, you're just hot yeah yeah you're beautiful i just want to i just want to i want to i want to put my i want to put my mako shark in your wonder hole they definitely didn't say that i know that's if i had written it that's just why written it yeah wb is... hasn't called me about anything nope. in 30 years probably good reason why uh-huh. but needless to say we're going to be talking about Zack snyder's justice league in depth i'd say when uh, yeah when we come back uh we will not be back friday um we'll be back saturday or sunday depending on when or even if we get like a second viewing in maybe who knows if it's maybe good we'll... enough i might yeah i might watch it a second time right away i will be like no girlfriend i am doing something more important i am watching Zack snyder's justice league yeah i told my wife i was like hey i love you i want you to know friday night I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm attending a dinner party, or or a, I'm. I'm. I'm attending a, a gala event. Yeah. And she was like, "Where? What? What are you talking about?" And I was like, eh, "Zach Snyder invited me via Zoom, and everybody else on the planet. He invited me to hang out and screen his new movie." And she was like, "No, he didn't." And I was like, "Kind of, but you know, shut up. <laughs> I'm gonna be watching Justice League with Kyle. Yeah. 
and we are going to be taking notes and we are going to be dissecting it for our next episode. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited to see uh, if this version is better, you know, and again, I'm not going to sit here and say it's going to be, but I know. I feel like there's no way if you if you were fine with what he did, even if you didn't fully like it, but you're like, I, I can watch it. Man of Steel, Batman v Superman. I feel like this is the next evolution. Everything that people didn't like about those first two. Again, same with Batman v Superman. I remember being one of the people at the end of Man of Steel. Like, so are we going to talk about like the millions of people that probably just died in the city because of Superman? Mm-hmm. Like, is anyone going to talk about this at all? Like, which they this- do, which they I mean, they mention in BVS being like, Oh, why did you bring him back? He's like, we we put him to the docks. There's no one here. I don't remember. Wait, what is that? Um, when they brought uh, Doomsday back, like to the city. Oh yeah, yep. Like, and what? and that was another thing that that Bruce didn't like. He was like, look how many people died because of these two gods like trying to show whose dick is bigger, mm-hmm. you know. So that that built on those criticisms from uh, Man of Steel, and I feel like if people just Give it a chance. It's not hurting you, you know. Watch Justice League, the Zack Snyder version. See what he builds on from Man of or from Batman v Superman. Now, every movie kind of like fixes things, and I feel like we've all, myself included, have been sitting here like, "Well, this isn't the way I do it." And then in subsequent movies, I'm like, "Oh shit, okay, now that makes sense." Mm-hmm. Batman v Superman wasn't a huge fan, but it fixed a lot of the things I wasn't a fan of in Man of Steel. I feel like Justice League did a little bit, the the Whedon version. I feel like Zack Snyder's is going to be kind of the uh, the climax, the the sort of, this is where we've been building to. And I hope that's true. I hope that that it generates enough interest for to let him do a part two and a part three. And then maybe that's it. Maybe he doesn't do anything else. I'd be fine with that. If it, it I want to see a conclusion with these characters that he's fucking worked his ass off to bring to us. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck has, Henry Cavill has, uh, Gal Gadot has, Ray Fisher has, like all of these people, Ezra Miller has, they've all, uh, uh, I'm forgetting one, and his name is Jason Momoa. They've all worked their asses off. I think they're all great in their roles, and I want to see more of it, and I think we should give Zack Snyder a chance and mm-hmm. see, especially, oh my God, Kyle, we're an hour and a half in, we didn't even talk about those storyboards. I, I know we, you and I have never talked about it, but we, uh, we, you know, we'll, we'll save it for the justice league one. Cause I haven't really it'll, dived into it'll it. Probably have to be after that one. Cause I feel like the justice league one is going to be a two hour ordeal. Probably. Um, <laughs> especially if we're like, if we're, if we're like taking notes on each segment, like that's going to be a, I think that'll be a very good deep dive episode next week. We will do that. But then mm-hmm. the week after Kyle, we got to talk about the storyboards. I read them. I I know, I guess I I know something you don't, bitch. Okay, very I know, well. I know the whole plan for Zack Snyder's universe. Well, thank you all who did join us on Twitch today. Jason being one of them. Um, Nick, where can the lovely people find you? Online at home. Okay. And I'll fight you all if you come here. No, I am on. Uh, I guess uh, I don't. Uh, I have a Twitch. It's Nick GWS and I C K GWS. I just platinumed uh, Maneater in three sittings. I was very proud of it. Um, my buddies and I are currently playing Remnant 
uh, Last Ashes, Fallen Ashes, something like that. It's the it's free great, one this month, right? Yeah, yeah, free one on PlayStation Network. It's a very good kind of Souls-inspired uh, third-person shooter. Uh, my buddies and I have been having an absolute blast with that. Uh, and I also play Final Fantasy 14 because real life is too hard for me to deal with. So I get myself sucked <laughs> in to a giant Final Fantasy world. And I'm also on uh, Twitter, Nick Sharafinsky, N-I-C-K-S-H-A-R-A-F-I-N-S-K-I. Again, that's N-I-C-K-S-H-A-R-A-F as in Frank, I-N-S as in Sam, K-I. <laughs> Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at CowCross89. I've already plugged my Twitch. And if you're already on Twitch, why not why not give us a follow? Uh, it will and watch him play it tomorrow because the, I didn't get to see him play it last week, but the week before when he first started playing it, I heard him yell like a little bitch several times, and it was very, very entertaining for me. It was. It's a scary um, game. Yeah. If yeah, if you're on Twitch. Give us a follow. It will notify you when we go, when when Nick and I go live for American Cinephiles, when I go live for um, my video game playthroughs and such. Um, you can also check out, uh, check us out on all of your podcasting platforms, be it uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, oof, all Pod the other Bean, ones. Spotify. Just Spotify is definitely a big one, yeah. Um, and we're on that right we are on that i don't have a complete list right in front of me but yes we are we're almost everywhere um you Ah. can also uh, check out some of my other podcasts i'm also on the american uh american uh atomic geekdom podcast and the legends tv talk podcast well when we come back from hiatus which is in may so they're not as good as this one because i'm not in them nope nick say goodbye (laughs) all right bye everybody love you all so much